What's up, everybody? It is your girl, Breezy. Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I apologize for my voice. It's a little... <laughs> it, it's, it's been a long couple of days. I'll just say that. Um, but doesn't take away from the fact that it is Dallas week. Y'all, it's fucking Dallas week. Eagles need to bounce back, point blank, period. But we're going to get into all of that in just a few minutes here. To everyone who is listening to the show for the first time, welcome. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Sports and Stilettos Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. And huge thank you to Bet US Sportsbook, America's favorite sportsbook, uh, for partnering with me and, you know, doing the damn thing out here. So if you want to join, take advantage of the 125% deposit bonus. When you sign up for new users, you can use promo code breezy, sign up, use promo code breezy, 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500. So link is in my bio, click the link and you're all set. And we can get into betting bad right now, (laughs) right now. So I'm just going to run through the games that I'm going to be betting on this weekend between uh, NCAA football and NFL. Obviously, I'll be putting out more things on Twitter. So make sure you are following me on Twitter for my picks. So NCAA football, the first couple of games that I want to look at, um, obviously, Coastal Carolina kind of broke my heart a little bit last week, but I think they're going to bounce back huge. huge. So Coastal Carolina versus UMass, um, Liberty versus Syracuse, Notre Dame versus Wisconsin, which I think is going to be a fantastic game. Uh, Bowling Green versus Michigan and Boise State versus uh, Utah State. So those are the five NCAA football games that I'll be taking a look at. My picks will be posted on Twitter, like I said. And then NFL, we go through the NFC East. And then um, three to four games that I like for the rest of the NFL uh, during the week. So Eagles-Cowboys, obviously. Giants and the Falcons. Washington football team and the Bills. And then the other games that I will be looking at are Cardinals and Jags. The Titans and the Colts. Bears and Browns. And Packers versus Niners. I think we're in for some pretty, pretty good football this weekend, guys. So make sure you're following me on Twitter. Sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, America's favorite sportsbook. 125% deposit bonus when you sign up using promo code BREEZY up to $2,500. Now, let's, 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 let's just, let's get into this. Let's get into this because I did not do a reaction pod to the 49ers game one because I was there two because I lost my voice and three because I felt like the Eagles played absolutely terrible on on I mean besides some parts of the defense I thought the Eagles played terrible on Sunday and I didn't want to relive that because I would have to rewatch the game and I didn't want to put myself through that again so again it's Dallas week This city, this football team, the coaches, I don't care how new you are, 
you know it's time to turn up when it's Dallas week. They know it. Because anybody who has who has played here in the past, anybody who has seen how this city reacts to Dallas week, they know what's up. They know. And they better step up to the plate because if they don't, there will I will have a soapbox ready to go on Tuesday. I will have it ready to go. And if they lose, oh, it's going to be bad. It's, it's going to be bad. It is going to be bad. So getting into this, the Eagles offense versus Dallas defense, that's what we're going to talk about first. So coaching, I thought that I thought that it was really nice to hear Coach Sirianni taking a lot of the blame for the loss of the Niners. Accountability is something that he's preached since he got here, and it's good to know that he is sticking to that. Um, Jalen Hurts, again, a leader, taking a lot of the blame for the loss to the Niners. But you also saw, and, and this is, I mean, it's a, it's a little concerning, but I don't like that Jalen Hurts was the leading rusher versus the, the, the 49ers last week. I really don't. He had 82 yards on 10 attempts. And again, leading rusher. Why are why is our quarterback the leading rusher when we have Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell? I understand he is a mobile quarterback. He's going to get his rushes. I get it. But having him at like 50, 60-ish yards a game is fine. But him going up over that? especially when our running backs did not do a damn thing. It's I I'm appalled. I don't, I don't want to see that again. I really don't. Um, passing. It took a, it took almost a 70 yard dip between Atlanta and the 49ers. He had 264 passing yards versus Atlanta with three touchdowns. And then he had 190 yards with no touchdowns versus the Niners. Don't like it. I need those stats to get back up. Jalen Hurts, this is the perfect opportunity for you to bounce back, for this coaching staff to bounce back, for this offense to bounce back. This is a bounce back game. They have to win this game Monday night. National game, you know? So the Eagles are also without Brandon Brooks. He is out with a torn pectoral muscle. Um... I don't remember if they said he had to get surgery. I don't believe he does, but if I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, But, you know, the Eagles offense as a whole needs to be better. You had, you know, stupid mistakes being made. You're stepping out of bounds. You know, you're not where you're supposed to be. You're you're putting your quarterback in a tough position, which is why he had to get out of a lot of tough positions. And you – this – the receivers that we have are fast. They are very fast. We know this. We know this. So they can get the separation that they need to against this Dallas defense and this Dallas secondary. I'm not worried about that at all. At all. Okay? This Dallas def- or this Dallas defense is horrendous, okay? They're horrendous. Now, all I need the Eagles offense to do and the coaching staff is to just do what you did versus Atlanta. But better. Just do it better. That's it. You weren't fancy. You weren't doing things that that seemed odd or out of pocket or 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 anything. You know, you got cute when you got home. 
we don't I, I cannot I cannot go through another game where they're they're thinking that they're they're doing everything cute and no no we're not doing that not doing that against the Dallas Cowboys this is too big of a rivalry for this team to be out here playing around absolutely not go out and have fun but you need to execute and not be cute don't be cute about it punch these punch these people in their mouth point blank period It's a different vibe here in Philadelphia during Dallas week. Completely different vibe. (laughs) So, like I said, Dallas, the Dallas defense, especially their side, they're horrendous. They're out there. These guys have been getting cooked for the last two weeks. They are, they are allowing an average of 400 plus total yards of offense in the first two weeks. That's wild. They allowed 408 versus the Chargers and 431 versus the Bucks in week one. That's insane. 400. This, yo, if I don't see Jalen Hurts air this ball out next Monday night, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be upset because it's the perfect recipe. If Justin Herbert can go out there and put 400 yards on this Dallas defense, there is no excuse when there's no reason why Jalen Hurts can't do the same thing. No reason. So we better see, you know, at least one or two of these, you know, big yard uh, passes for touchdowns. I I need all of that. I need all of that. Keenan Allen with the Chargers, 100 plus receiving yards on four receptions. Four Okay, and then you saw the same thing with Antonio Brown in the Bucks game, 121 yards on five receptions. This is a cakewalk for these receivers. A cakewalk. If Nick Sirianni and this coaching staff does not develop a fun, pristine offensive game plan. And we don't and we don't see one or two of our receivers at 100 plus yards versus this Dallas defense on Monday night. I I'm, I'm going up to Novacare. Plain and simple. I'm going up to Novacare. Me and Nick Sirianni are going to have to have a conversation. We're going to have to talk about this because there's no reason. Like I said before, there is no reason why Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball 360 yards, 400 yards. Like there's no reason why it can't happen. Because the defense is trash. Even Gronk had 90 yards. Are you kidding? Chris Godwin, 105 yards receiving. Mike Williams, 91 yards receiving. This is the perfect, perfect, perfect opportunity for this team to get it back on track. perfect opportunity and if they don't take advantage of it this city is going to it we're it, it, I don't I don't even I don't even want to talk about it I don't even I don't even want to talk about what could happen if the if the Eagles lose to Dallas on Monday I don't want to talk about it because it's not going to happen and like I said if it does I'll have to make a, uh, a little trip down to Novacare Or I'm going to have to write me a very stern letter. One of the two. 
something's going to happen if this Eagles team does not beat the Dallas Cowboys. They're ass. Now, the Eagles defense versus the Dallas offense. This is this is where my con- I, this is where I have a little bit more concern. We're without Brandon Graham. He's done for the year. Ruptured Achilles. Done. This Eagles defense, the Eagles defense has the talent, the potential, and the discipline to be on point. They have it. John Gannon has done a fantastic job with this defense. They need to continue to put pressure on the quarterback. They need to continue to stop the run. And they need to continue to get quick three and outs so that they stay fresh for the entire game. Rotation is is key in this game. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, there's, okay, there's certain players that I'm not very concerned about because I know that our defense can hold their own against them. So, with that being said, I'm not worried about Zeke. Mr. Crop Top. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not worried about him. I'm not. He had uh like 31 yards versus the Bucks and like 70 yards versus uh the Chargers. I'm not worried about him. The running back that I am worried about is Tony Pollard. My man had 109 yards rushing versus the Chargers last week. He could give our defense a problem if they're not on point with the run defense. Again, they have to stop the run. Tony Pollard has been very effective when he has had the opportunities to get on the field with with, with or without Zeke Elliott being on the team or whatever. He has made a huge impact When he has the chance. This defense needs to contain him. We already know that they can contain Ezekiel Elliott. We know that. We've played him two times every year for the past, what, three or four years? We know how to contain him. Tony Pollard, I feel like, has always given us a problem. Because he plays with a chip on his shoulder. You know, and that's that's a different kind of that's a different kind of vibe. That's a different kind of emotion and uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Damn, a different kind of drive that you have. So, not worried about Zeke, but I am worried about Tony Pollard. So, John Gannon, make sure we get him contained. There has to be some kind of game plan specifically for Tony Pollard. There has to be. There has to be. And then <laughs> the def- or sorry, the Dallas uh wide receivers. <sighs> Here we go again. Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, both had 100 plus yards versus the Bucks. But it's almost like the receivers disappeared playing the Chargers, which I thought was very interesting. CeeDee Lamb was the leading the leading wide receiver versus the Chargers, and he had 91 yards receiving. That was it. 
I think the next closest person had like 25 or 40 yards receiving after after him. So it's it's doable. The ride receivers are are able to be contained, especially because our secondary is significantly better than what it was in years past. So again, it goes back to having a great defensive game plan. John Gannon has to get these players ready and they know what they're going up against. We've played Amari Cooper. We played CeeDee Lamb last year. They know what they're up against. They know it. It's not a secret. You know, our secondary is much better. You're not ha- you don't have people playing out of position. Uh, if you do have a, a defensive rotation in the secondary, you have people who are actually built to play that position. And we don't have to worry about, you know, Avante Maddox getting burnt like toast. I haven't heard his name in in either game. And I think that that is a great thing because he's not getting burnt. We usually hear about the, you know, the um, the corners and the safeties and stuff that get ran past like it's just we haven't had to deal with it and I don't want it to start now so it's time to turn up it is 100% time to turn up but then you also have to think about uh, Dak Prescott Dak Prescott is coming back after that horrific leg injury that he had last year if you guys did not see it Don't go look it up on YouTube. It is absolutely disgusting. And honestly, Dak Prescott as a person, you never want to see somebody get hurt the way that he got hurt. And we've seen it way too much. You know, you get the TV stations that uh, if a player gets injured, they're literally replaying the injury over and over and over and over until the player gets off the field. And nine times out of ten, they got to call the cart and, and all of that jazz. And then they start playing it in slow motion because they keep talking about it. But I thought that Dak Prescott looked really good versus the Bucs. I mean, honestly, they could have won that game had they not given Tom Brady a minute and 38 seconds. I mean, they should have learned their lesson when they played the Packers and they gave Aaron Rodgers a minute and nine seconds or whatever it was. And, and you know, Dallas ended up losing. But... He is able to be contained. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. He did, yes, he did have a fantastic game versus the Bucs. Um, 409 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He did well versus the Bucs. And the Bucks' defense is pretty stout. So for him to do that against them says a lot. But then they came and they played the Atlanta, or the Atlanta, goodness gracious, the LA Chargers, 237 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. And then I believe he was also sacked twice. And we're better than the Chargers defense. So our defense should eat on Monday night. And if they don't, then they're not the dogs that I thought that they were. 
like Jason Kelsey said, hungry dogs run faster. These these players in this game on Monday night need to eat. They need to have big plays. They need to stop all things offense with the Dallas Cowboys. And they need to stay fresh. They absolutely need to stay fresh. So winning this game is is doable. And I know that I shouldn't uh, bet on this game at all. And I really should just stay away from it. But I'm going to take the Eagles plus, plus four. I'm going to take it. Because I, I really believe that this is the... That 49ers game left such a bad taste in everybody's mouth. They're going to probably come out and score like 30, 38 points on, on Monday night. They have to. They have to. I don't ever want to see Jalen Hurts talking about, um, you know, not uh, or, uh, you know, absorbing the loss 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. And then getting back to work. No, I need you. I need I need every press conference from here on out to say we're celebrating this win for 24 hours. We're getting ready for next week. I don't want to hear we're going to soak up or we're going to watch the tape you know, deal with this loss for 20. No, no, absolutely not. The Eagles need to come out of Arlington, Texas next Monday night with a win. And it needs to be a significant win. For my sanity, it needs to be a significant win. Because if it is not... I mean, depending on how much they win by, like I said, I'm taking the Eagles plus four... Uh, that was the line yesterday when I was looking everything up and doing my research. Um, it could change. So I'm going to keep checking it, you know, throughout the next couple of days and over the weekend and see, uh, you know, what it comes down to, but I'm taking the Eagles plus four. And I think it's going to be, I didn't even look at the, the point total. Um, whatever the point total is probably going to be under that. Um, if the defense plays well, and that's what I'm hoping for. I don't, I don't want, um, I don't want Dallas to score touchdowns. Like I I really don't. I want this to be like the Atlanta game, just better. You know, you have a win and, and a loss in your back pocket. You can learn from both of them and come out and hit these dudes in the mouth. From kickoff. That's what I want to see. I want to see aggressive. I don't want to see sloppy aggressive. I want to see controlled aggressive. I want to see it. And also, don't run the damn Philly special if you can't execute that shit. Because honestly, they were probably executing it in practice. But we've been here before. (laughs) This defense has been here before. So it's not like it's new. And then everybody in the league, even going back to college, was doing the Philly special after the Eagles did it in the Super Bowl. Take it out of the playbook. We don't need to do it anymore. I'm over it. It was a great, it was the most perfect play at the most perfect time on the biggest stage imaginable for an NFL player. And they executed it perfectly. I don't need to see it again. Especially if it's not going to get done right. Greg Ward, no. 
No, 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 absolutely not. And honestly, when I was rewatching that specific play, Greg Ward could have just ran it in for a touchdown. He didn't have to throw it to Jalen Hurts. Obviously, Jalen Hurts was covered. He was covered. So Greg Ward could have just stuck his foot in the ground and ran it in for a touchdown. Done. But now the Eagles look like fools because they can't even get the Philly special right. It's ridiculous. So, I do think that the Eagles win this game on Sunday, or sorry, Monday night. Um, Anybody who is going down to Dallas to watch the game, be safe. Talk your shit, but be able to back it up if the Eagles win or if they lose. You know what I mean? So, pick your poison. Again, betting bad. I'll have some breezy sprinkles over the weekend once I see where uh, more value is for some other games. And I will be getting those out uh, between now and probably Saturday morning. And we'll go from there. So, Eagles win, Monday Night Football, biggest stage against the Dallas Cowboys. It's Dallas week. It's turn-up time. Everybody, go get your liquor. Make sure you're comfortable Monday night because this is going to be a game to watch. And, and like I said, to me, this is a must-win game. The Eagles have to get back on track, and there is no better team to do it against than the Dallas Cowboys. No better team. With the amount of offensive yards they allow, this Eagles this Eagles team could light this shit up so quick. Like I, you know, my dream is to have this Eagles game get ran up like a college game. Like, I want to, my dream is to see the Eagles put up 48 points on Dallas Cowboys. Do it. You have the talent. You have the leadership. And you have a quarterback who does not like to lose. It's a mentality. Run it up. You know, get it controlled, obviously. Don't get sloppy out there. Don't get cute with the play calls. Throw the Philly special out of the playbook. I'm done. I'm done looking at it. But execute. Devontae Smith needs to have 80, 90 yards on Monday night. Quez Watkins, 80, 90 yards on the night. Miles Sanders, between rushing and receiving, I need him at close to 100, if not more. Kenny Gainwell, I need him 50, 60 rushing yards on on Monday night. It's the perfect game to do it. And if they lose, ooh, Jesus, so help me God. So help me God. I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't. But we'll see what happens. Because you never know. You never know. But I do think that the Eagles are going to win this game. I think they're going to be smarter about the play calling. And these players are going to execute. They're going to execute. So let's run it up. 
Let's run it up. It's Dallas week. Obviously, close the kids' ears uh, for this one. Uh, flick off your favorite Dallas Cowboy fan. You know, don't take no shit from them this week. It is what it is. So, that concludes another episode of Sports and Stilettos podcast brought to you by BetUS Sportsbook. Again, the link to sign up is in my bio. Use promo code BREEZY for a 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500. And bet with your girl. Come on, let's cash. Let's win some money. I got a good feeling about this weekend, guys. So make sure you're following me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. And until next time, everybody, fly, Eagles, fly, and peace and love.